the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yes, it is, and welcome back. Our text for today begins with C.S. Lewis from God in the Dock. If we are to be mothered, mother must know best. In every age, the men who want us under their thumb, if they have any sense, will put forward the particular pretension which the hopes and fears of that age render most potent. Today it is the science. Let us not be deceived by phrases about Man taking charge of his own destiny. All that can really happen is that some men will take charge of the destiny of others. The more completely we are planned, the more powerful they will be. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive of tyrannies. It may be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated, but those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. They may be more likely to go to heaven, yet at the same time likelier to make a hell of earth. Their very kindness stings with intolerable insult. To be cured against one's will and cured of states which we may not regard as disease, is to be put on a level of those who have not yet reached the age of reason or those who never will, to be classed with infants, imbeciles, and domestic animals. There's a lot in there, and I want you to keep it in mind when we talk about the CDC's new guidelines. Zudi Jasser, Dr. Jasser, former president of the Arizona Medical Association, will be in studio with us in the third hour to take your questions on all this the Delta variant, and the politicalization of science and medicine. But the CDC today, under uh, under continual pressure since Tuesday, finally released its study that so many doctors, medicines, and public health officials were asking for. If the vaccine requires people to mask, tell us why and show us the research. One of the first pieces of research that was revealed was a study out of India that was then poo-pooed and dismissed because while good enough for the CDC, it wasn't good enough for the peers of the authors of that study. They did not approve it. It was not a peer-reviewed study. That is to say, the experts in the field who neutrally judge scientific publications did not find this study persuasive enough to be given their stamp of approval or kashrut. So they found a new study. And it's written up in a release today from the CDC in what they call their MN. MWR, 
people who study this kind of stuff are fairly familiar with these updates. They're known as morbidity and mortality weekly updates. So what they did and the study they found was of 469 COVID-19 cases in Provincetown, Massachusetts. 469 cases of COVID. Okay? You can read it yourself by going to the CDC, or if you email me, I'll send you the study from the CDC. It's a quick read. I urge everyone to read it. Of those 469 COVID cases, of those 469 COVID cases, 75% were fully vaccinated. Not partially vaccinated, not vaccinated, but yet not having enough time for the vaccine to take hold. Fully vaccinated, 75%. There were a total of five hospitalizations. We've been told that if you have the vaccine, well, it's not a 100% guarantee against getting COVID. No vaccine is 100% guaranteed, after all. But those hospitalized are the unvaccinated, and the vaccine will prevent worse harm. Okay. This study the CDC put out on these 469 cases had a total of five hospitalizations. Listening to Joe Biden or Rochelle Walensky or the busybodies, you'd think, oh, there were a total of five hospitalizations. At least four of them must have been unvaccinated because this is a disease of the unvaccinated. And 99% of the hospitalizations are of the unvaccinated, Joe Biden told us. It's not what the CDC study shows at all. Total of five hospitalizations. Four of those were fully vaccinated. One might say in the CDC study that the hospitalizations are the hospitalizations of the vaccinated. 80% of the hospitalizations were of the vaccinated. 20% in this study were unvaccinated. Zero deaths. What am I missing? This is the CDC published today, disseminated today, the case not to be vaccinated by negative implication. Did they not? Am I missing something? Why vaccinate if it doesn't keep you from the hospital or from getting sick? Why vaccinate? Ah, well, Joe Biden told us yesterday. Do you have Joe Biden's audio, Bill? The CDC recommends you wear a mask when you're in public and indoors like work or in a grocery store. That's true for both the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. Why? Because even if you've been fully vaccinated and protected from severe illness from COVID-19, you could have the Delta variant in your system and spread it to someone who isn't vaccinated. You could have the Delta variant in your system and spread it to someone who isn't vaccinated. In other words... The vaccinated may be spreading it to other vaccinated or the unvaccinated. In fact, Joe Biden doubled down on that point yesterday. He also said 
The thing is, if people are vaccinated, the transmission rate drops through the floor, and that's what all, that's all we're trying to do. The concern is that people who are vaccinated may be able to pass it on. Those two statements are in direct contradiction. If people are vaccinated, the transmission rate drops through the floor. And yet the concern is they may be able to pass it on. Which is it? The CDC morbidity and mortality report this week, by the way, had nothing. Zero, zilch, no set on whether the vaccinated can or are transmitting it to the unvaccinated. Oh, sure, you have them saying it's highly contagious, as contagious, if not more so, than other viruses and diseases we've known from chickenpox to MERS. It does not say that it is the vaccinated who are spreading it or that the vaccinated are spreading it in any degree whatsoever. It's a guess. It's not in the CDC study that they put out today. What they put out today may be a case for masking. I don't know. That's not what they studied. They studied vaccinations. But in so doing, they made the case not to be vaccinated. I'm Seth Liebson, 602-508-0960. Be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. I'm old enough to remember only three weeks ago when it was Facebook that was killing people for putting out faulty information on COVID. Okay, well, uh, when the Biden Biden administration is doing that, maybe they'll look in the mirror or repeat the echo of uh, Uncle Joe Biden uh, telling us that misinformation is killing us. They are the kings and queens of misinformation right now. And there is a public health crisis. There are a lot of public health crises. crises. One of them is obviously the very own CDC. We have a Center for Disease Control and Prevention that doesn't know how to prevent a virus and is putting the American people through jerks and whiplashes. Putting the American people through jerks and whiplashes every time they say something with certainty, even couched as, let me repeat, as Joe Biden is fond of doing, to have radically changed and opposite. Masks are important, obviously, they tell us, and then masks aren't important, obviously, they tell us. But masks became important only after they were first ineffective and could possibly do more harm than good. So we went from changing our mind about that, no masks, to a mask, to a double mask, to CDC Director Robert Redfield in the previous administration saying masks may be more effective than the vaccine, to Joe Biden two months ago saying if you are vaccinated, you do not need to wear a mask. Let me repeat, if you are vaccinated, you do not need to wear a mask, to It's the patriotic thing to do, get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated, to at his town hall, if you get vaccinated, you will not get sick and you will not die, to if you're vaccinated, you may be able to spread the disease and now need to remask. 
Well, what study? I gave you the study in the previous segment. The CDC released it today, the study that gave the proof for the necessity to remask even though you've been vaccinated, which will soon be in order for universal masking. How is it not? It is, a, it is an order for universal masking. How is it not? Except that their study, in their anxiousness and excitement and rush to remask society, undercuts their first message. The first message is that it's the patriotic thing to do to get vaccinated. Where's the research? Well, we have this case study that comes from Provincetown, Massachusetts. 469 cases. Okay. Okay. Any deaths? No. No deaths. There were five hospitalizations. Now, remember, the vaccine prevents you from getting sicker than if you didn't have the vaccine. So you assumed of those five hospitalizations, they would be of the unvaccinated. That's what Joe Biden told us yesterday. This is a disease of the unvaccinated. Except you'd be wrong. Of the five hospitalized, four were vaccinated. Is there any conclusion to draw from what they published today that the vaccination may be less effective than not being vaccinated? It's almost absurd to say, but that's exactly what their data concludes. In their anxiousness and excitement to remask society, they undercut, finally, with a nail in the coffin, their argument for, ma- for vaccination. Up until now, we said they were undercutting their ar- argument for vaccination because you don't want to tell people if you get vaccinated, you also have to change your behavior, including wearing a mask. All of this changed and became much, much more serious today with the CDC trying to prove their point and proving the unvaccinated in their one case study that they are willing to reveal, their one case study they're willing to reveal, the unvaccinated do better and did better amongst these 469 cases than the vaccinated. That's a CDC that's underwater. That's an administration that has taken the most serious, if not crisis, certainly health crisis, of this country since the Spanish flu, since basically World War I, since before anyone in earshot of this radio show was alive. The most serious health crisis and completely muddled the messaging while telling the American people, do X, do not X, do Y, do not Y, do Z, do not, do not Z. But trust us every single time. It's the patriotic thing to do. It's not political, mind you. They keep telling you it's not political. And every time they tell me it's not political, I think of what Emerson said about the man and the spoons. Every time he spoke of his honor, we counted the spoons more rapidly. I get that, because the record of being wrong is much greater than the record of being right. And the entire narrative about Joe Biden's candidacy was to finally put an end to the coronavirus shenanigans that he pointed to in the Trump administration. Well, I just got to tell you, is the same question I asked earlier in the week. What is one thing? 
name it. One thing, one thing Joe Biden has done or the Biden administration has done that has been an improvement in the last now nearly seven, eight months that has been an improvement over the Trump administration. Our friends at Issues and Insights are on this case in more ways than one. They write that the news Thursday that the GDP gained 6.5% in the second quarter, the first full quarter since Biden signed his rescue plan, is good, but well below what every economist forecasted. The consensus forecast was 9% growth, and other surveys said Q2 growth, if it didn't reach 9 wouldn't be lower than 8.5%. It was just barely above the gains in the first quarter, which were still working off the Trump policies and not the Biden ones. But there are other things that the Biden administration has fallen short on. The misery index is up, for example. So is inflation, pessimism, financial stress, illegal border crossing, and homicides are way up. And as I mentioned... The cases of COVID-19, the disease Biden said he would slay. If you care about cases, which the administration seems to, and not so much hospitalizations and fatalities, well, if you care about those things, those are on the increase again as well. I have a lot more to say about the Biden administration's record so far. But I'd love to hear from you on this or anything else on your mind. It is Open Line Friday, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. This Open Line Friday, 602-508-0960. Let's go to Rick, who is in Phoenix. Hello, Rick. Hey, Seth. Long-time uh, listener. Um, my question would be, I understand the numbers on uh, those four-to-one hospitalizations for vaccinated versus unvaccinated, but do they have any numbers on the exposure level? Were there four times as many vaccinated people you know, at that event? Um, I, I haven't seen those numbers. Do you have any details on on that portion of it? Uh, let's see what we got here. I'm just going to read it fast to see. Well, it says approximately three quarters. So 75% of the cases in of the 469, 75% of the cases occurred in the fully vaccinated people. Now, that doesn't exactly answer your question, right? Right, because were there four times as many vaccinated people there? Yeah, that's a great question, and and, and I don't know that this actually covers that. I'm just reading fast here. 69% of the town was vaccinated. Yeah, that's a fair point, Bill. Thanks for weighing in. 69%, let's call it 70% of the area was vaccinated, which is higher percentage, by the way, than the national average, which is closer to... 50 or 51 percent, 49 to 51 percent, depending on on, on, on times. But th- that's a fair that's a fair help, Bill. Thank you. So about 70 percent of the general population was vaccinated. 
That doesn't tell us how many of the 469 were vaccinated. Not exactly, no. Just of of those cases, 75% were. Thank you for clarification. Yeah, you bet. Does it change your analysis at all? Well, if I knew there were four times as many vaccinated people there, then I would say it's one-to-one. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know how many were exposed. I know four times as many vaccinated people ended up sick and a higher percentage um, well, 469 didn't end up six, sick. 469 cases were found in this county, right, where Provincetown is. Right. Okay. 70%, 70% of that general population was vaccinated, and it received 469 cases. Of those 469 cases, 75% were fully vaccinated. Of those 469 cases, there were five hospitalizations. Of those five hospitalizations, four were vaccinated. In other words, in every number that you would care about, cases, hospitalizations, deaths, of course, but there were zero, you would have, you would, you would have a higher percentage amongst the vaccinated than the unvaccinated. Yes, but the general population there is a higher percentage vaccinated as well. So you have 70 percent vaccinated. You have um, 80 percent that were hospitalized. So that's a 10 percent difference in hospitalization over the general population that's vaccinated. That's right. That's right. That's right. No, I think you have the. I think you have those numbers right, Rick. I, 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 I think that's exactly right. What it, but, but, take take the point I'm making here, which is of these cases, and there may be more cases than that. Quite frankly, because we assume a number of asymptomatics that are never tested or never hospitalized. Obviously, asymptomatic means never sick. So what we're now being told is, well, you could be vaccinated. Remember the point of the mask. Let's go back to basics. The point of the mask is not to protect you. It doesn't protect you, unless you're wearing an N95, which no one wears. The point of the mask is to theoretically protect someone else, to theoretically protect someone else. So the question then becomes... If you're vaccinated, if you're vaccinated, can, can you transmit it to someone else, thus requiring the wearing of a mask? And this doesn't say that. It doesn't show that. All it shows is that the talking point that the vaccinated are less susceptible to dangerous consequences than the unvaccinated is not true. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to, cho- to, uh, if you'd like to um, join the conversation. One of the uh, interesting things about what 
the House of Representatives is doing right now with regard to the new CDC guidelines is, in fact, a very political thing. Can you play me Nancy Pelosi from only a year ago, please? Not require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. It is a matter of privacy to know who is or who isn't. I can't go to the Capitol physician and say, give me the names of people who aren't vaccinated so I can go encourage them to, or make it known to others to encourage them to be vaccinated. Uh, so we can't, we can't do that. We- she doesn't think that there is constitutional power to require health mediation guidelines. So she has the physician, Brian Monahan, institute a mask mandate in all house office buildings. What's interesting about that is he's not doing so for the Senate. Only the House of Representatives. Why would you think that the virus is smart enough to attack a member of the House or a staffer in the House, but not a member of the Senate or a staffer in the Senate when the buildings are not only in the same city, but are conjoined, And, of course, the teams have to meet with each other. Why is the Senate not being required to engage in full-time mask wearing? Well, the House physician told us so. He told us why. According to the Washington Post, quote, while he suggested that well-fitted medical-grade filtration masks be worn in the Senate— Dr. Monaghan stressed the immediate requirement of use on the House side of the Capitol, given, quote, the collection of individuals traveling traveling weekly from various risks. Oh, members of the House evidently travel more than members of the Senate. I don't believe it, nor do I believe that in a city like Washington, D.C., where all the staff are being treated with a shotgun or a blunderbuss rather than a scalpel, as this entire virus has been treated, are being treated differently than members of the Senate. We have been told in the past that the Senate is the most elite club in the United States. All I want to ensure before these mask mandates become more popular is that the United States citizens of America, we the citizens of America, at least get, at least get as much grace and as much freedom and as much sovereignty and as much responsibility for our own health as members of the United States Senate. It doesn't seem like a lot to ask. Rob is in surprise. Hello, Rob. No, hi, Seth. Happy Friday, and uh, you're right. And um, I'm just, I'm kind of flummoxed over the, uh, yeah, the travel thing, and I wonder if all of these Congress critters wear a mask on their flight, or if they're given sort of certain privileges. I, you know, I recall that picture of John Kerry, of course, on a flight somewhere that he's not wearing a mask, and 
several months ago. Um, but I, I just, I don't believe any of them. Um, I had seen uh, on, uh, on Rumble, Steve Bannon's War Room had uh, Dr. Robert Malone on. He's the guy that apparently was the inventor of the mRNA vaccine. What was interesting was, well, the title of the little 10-minute video was, this vaccine, the vaccine causes the virus to be more dangerous. And his bottom line was, don't take and get rid of the vaccines and just take the existing drugs that are out there instead, which I thought was kind of interesting from a guy who invented mRNA vaccines. Um, so even he's a little, a little, no, he's completely skeptical and wonders about the agenda, obviously, going on, why it's being pushed so hard. Um, I also learned, I guess, Pfizer's vaccine has only, according to him, one-third of the strength of the other vaccines, which means that uh, the, those who took the Pfizer uh, vaccine are going to need boosters like every six months. And I just... <laughs> Oh, I just see a whole big money train for all of those people. That of course you do. I know of people who have been vaccinated with one pharmaceutical series, you know, the two-shot series, I think it was Moderna, mm -hmm. and are now asking their physicians if they should get one of the others as well as the booster. I mean, yeah. you know, nope. there is no limit to how far you can push people in this country to be insane. Well... Because they, well, it's not I, as if we were on the precipice of sanity right before this virus struck us. No, that's true. Um, and again, between the flip-flopping over masks, the flip-flopping over vaccines, uh, which vaccine to get. And they're all experimental, by the way. Um, and we, uh, people, so... Uh, Authorized for emergency use, I believe, is the use. term of art, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Emergency use only. And again... Like you had said in the monologue about, uh, you know, what, 75 to 80 percent of these people uh, that are getting hospitalized or testing or new cases are uh, vaccinated people. I'm wondering, did that study also uh, indicate which particular vaccine they got or was that left out, too? Uh, what was the question as to what was in or out? Yeah, which, which vaccine, those 75% uh, of those who were tested positive that you had mentioned uh, in your monologue? Yeah, 347 out of 469 cases were of the fully vaccinated. 75% of the cases that alarmed the CDC, 75% were fully vaccinated. Okay, but they didn't break it down by which specific vaccine, I assume? Oh, I think they did, actually. Um and, oh, okay. I, and, and, and actually, they did do that, uh, Rob. And Bill, how much time do I have left? Enough time to I have a minute or two? I think I can do this. Um, let's see. I'll have it for you on the other side of the break. How's that for a deal? Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what those, uh, what those uh, vaccines were on the other side of this break. Don't go away. 602-5080-0960. 602-508-0960. And we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, Open Line Friday. Rob, and surprise, you asked me, Rob, 
right before the break of the 469 cases in this study out of Massachusetts that the CDC release, released today. Uh, just to remind the audience, 75% of these cases were of the vaccinated. And you asked, do we know which vaccines were used or what the percentages were? Here's the most we get from the study. Vaccine products received by persons experiencing breakthrough infections, right? So of these mm-hmm. 75% who were vaccinated and got infected, uh, let's see, 46% were Pfizer, 38% had Moderna, and okay. 16% had what they call Janssen, which is the Johnson & Johnson. Yeah, okay, that was... 46, 38, and 46, 18? 38, 16. Pfizer, Moderna, 16. Johnson & Johnson. But I'm going to tell you something. I wouldn't take it to the bank uh, as meaning anything because I don't think we know anything. They are telling us – they are telling us because the viral loads, that is to say the amount of virus in the vaccinated and the non-vaccinated – had strikingly similar, uh, you know, strikingly similar volumes, same volume loads. They're saying this right. may indicate that the vaccinated can transmit the virus to others. May, may. There is no study showing it does. Right. And right. they have told us as recently as Joe Biden yesterday that 99 percent of the hospitalizations are of the unvaccinated and that this is a disease of the unvaccinated. This study says nearly the exact opposite. Eighty percent of the hospitalis- of the hospitalized were vaccinated. It, at least it's That's exactly right. the opposite in the direction and the, um, and the majority of caseload. So I don't know what to take from any of this except to say they don't know what they're doing. And if you read seriously what they print and produce seriously, you walk away with only one conclusion based on this study. Vaccines are less helpful than non-vaccines. I have never thought I would say that. But that's the no, – and, and, nor, 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 and, and I don't even know if I believe it as a general proposition. I just don't know that I even believe it. But that's what this mm-hmm. study that they're using to prove their point reveals. I think they are totally upside down. I think you're right, Seth, and I, uh, you know, we don't know what to believe, but right. I, again, I go back to, I don't trust anything that comes out of Washington right. or the CDC. Stay and there, stay what, there, yeah. and, and and anyone who says you have to believe and do what the CDC says, fine, they're very late, I'll just go with their most recent change of mind and study, fine, is that really what you want? Because you're telling me of the outbreak of cases you're worried about in Provincetown, were vaccinated and 80% who went to the hospital and were vaccinated. That is following the CDC. Boy, is Joe Biden going to say the CDC is killing people? That's what's coming next.